everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be celebrating. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> yes. If you're hearing that voice, we have a very special guest today on the podcast. Uh, author, uh, screenwriter, uh, Greg McBride is here. Slash model. Slash yes. Model. <laughs> For anyone listening, I happen to model as well. For anyone watching, it's just writer. <laughs> So you haven't you haven't been on the podcast for a little bit. So if people are yeah. new to the show, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, uh, my name is Amber, and I've been working now. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a big fan of Hallmarkies. Um, I have been on the show a couple different times. Yeah. My goal is always to make Rachel laugh. So uh, we've already done that yeah, today. Successful. So I'm done. I'm done being silly. Uh, but I, my introduction into the Hallmark universe was I wrote a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie called The Heavenly Christmas with uh, Kristen Davis, Eric McCormick, and Shirley MacLaine. And it is my great honor to have done so. Um, and not only, you know, as a writer did I never think that, you know, Shirley MacLaine would be in something that I wrote. But it also, uh, I was already a fan of Hallmark because I'm a big Christmas junkie. I, I've been known to listen to Christmas music all year round, but also found this really incredible group of fans and enthusiasts and podcasters and bloggers and just all these people that, you know, love that universe and support it and dissect it and all that stuff. So um, it's been great to get involved with that. And that's how I came to, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm a writer. I, I'm currently working on a show that I just sold to BET called Sister Code. It's not airing yet, but I'm very excited about that, a one hour drama. Um, and uh, working, uh, as Rachel knows, on a horror movie. Um, so a lot of different stuff, but my heart is definitely in Christmas. I love romantic comedies. I, I get very excited by seasons. And it's always a pleasure to yeah. be on the podcast. Well, you are such a support to me. And I I just am so grateful for for to have you as my friend. And <laughs> I really am. Me I, too. <laughs> I really am. And uh, so I we had you on last year for our Winterfest preview. And it was That's the greatest true. wish of my heart to have you back for this for Winterfest again uh preview and uh, hallmark didn't do a preview show uh this year for Winterfest. uh they did a they had it inter mixed in a rerun of christmas in rome uh but uh but anyway we're gonna we're gonna provide your preview show <laughs> where hallmark did not and uh, but did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, Christmas, uh, Countdown to Christmas, or any of the, the movies at all? I did, I did. I didn't get to see all of them. I want to say my favorite was probably Christmas Town from this mm -hmm. season. Me too. That was my favorite as well. Yeah. I, I'm not copying off your paper. Um, <laughs> you know, all the movies have their pluses. A couple have a few minuses, but I thought uh -huh. Christmas Town just was like, bing, 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 hit all the great yeah. And obviously with the cast that it had, um, and even the producers, uh, as somebody that goes on IMDb and checks that out as well. Yeah. I mean, they, the pedigree was there, but I love when the pedigree is there and nobody phones it in. I mean, you, mm -hmm. I don't know, I can, I feel like sometimes in Christmas movies, you can sort of feel where they're uh, painting by number and sometimes that works. Um, uh, and this, is, this isn't just something for Hallmark. I mean, it yeah. applies to Lifetime and other places that are doing TV movies as well. But I feel like you can really tell when people are into Christmas and that might just be the little kid in me wanting to believe that. But I mean, Christmas town, you could feel it in your heart yeah. and it was thoroughly entertaining. And so for me, that, that would have been the highlight of the recent batch. Me too. I thought it had, I, I cried. It definitely, it got to the heartstrings. I thought the cast was really good. I think it's the best acting CCB has ever done for hallmark I yeah really she was she, she was terrific job. she really was mm -hmm. and, and I, especially yeah. i i love especially when um you know somebody like her as is true for a lot of our hallmark favorites are in a number of movies right and she's in a yeah. you know she does a christmas movie every year yeah and again like just was fully there and a different character and mm -hmm. you know it was it it hit all the bells and whistles yeah i i agree every time she would read one of those letters from her dad that would really get me that was yeah that was the highlight yeah, there were the some movie. there was some great emotion in it mm -hmm. and 
you know, there's, there's really no reason why there shouldn't be. I mean, it's, you know, and I think that's how, um, how the classics and standards come to be. You know, I'm lucky enough because of Twitter and a few other social media things that I hear from people that really love a heavenly Christmas and will watch it in the mm -hmm. middle of the year, just for whatever reason, it speaks to yeah. something they've either gone through or are going through. And so you have, when you have threads like that, 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 you know, you become a part of somebody's life, like that's such a gift and Christmas town for sure. Like, you know, that's, that's yeah. a classic. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, let's dive into Winterfest and then we're, Christmas. Yeah, no, we're done. Woohoo! Um, uh -huh. <laughs> but, uh, and we are going to be having pretty much all of January is going to be devoted to various list episodes. We're going to have our best Hallmark uh, top 10 uh, Hallmark Christmas movie list. We're going to have our best non Hallmark Christmas list. We're going to have best non-christmas hallmark list uh and then some other things uh some other superlatives some other things that we've got in the works so we're still we're going to be talking about all this uh uh in uh, the weeks to come so uh, let us know if you're listening let us know your thoughts and what was your favorite and we'll also include that so there's a lot of fun stuff coming up but let's talk winterfest uh it's our it's our little um palate cleanser i guess after our post it's like like when you get sherbet at the end of the meal, you know. <laughs> um, no, it's like it's. Are you kidding? It's like a spurious drug, man. It's like they're like, okay, these people are going to be super depressed. Let's give them sugar pills. We yeah. we're going to tell them they're antidepressants, and so it's like it's not quite a Christmas movie, but it kind of is. Yeah. There's no Christmas trees, but you know. So yeah, no. This is like. It's like a 12-step program yeah, for Christmas addicts, you know, and thank God, like, we, yeah. we go into January and, you know, we have this stuff to look forward to because otherwise it's, you know, it's like, oh, do I keep watching Elf? What do I do? Yeah, yeah it's rough. It is rough. Yeah. It is rough. Uh, so the first movie is called Winter in Vail and stars Lacey Chabert and Tyler Hines. So Lacey Chabert, you know, is one of the queens of Hallmark. So she's helping us adjust back. <laughs> into to the, to the world here so it's uh los angeles event coordinator chelsea learns that her strange uncle has recently passed away and left her a chalet in vale colorado after being passed up for a promotion at work she heads to vale and finds that to find the chalet is is in the midst of being renovated by owen a contractor who knew her uncle she quickly begins making friends and maybe more in town what? before she hears no. from her boss and is offered a job she always wanted chelsea starts to fall for owen her old uh, her and her old boss reaches out and offers her the promotion so <laughs> so yeah uh lacy chabert she has lots of uncles who give her property because she had <laughs> in the african like movie <laughs> her uncle <laughs> under the property in in africa so uh yeah she's pretty lucky yeah you know it's funny at first blush this is like the description it's like wait a minute is a saturday night live doing a spoof just because <laughs> you know this is sort of the the step-by-step -step program of of a romantic comedy mm. um certainly of many hallmark movies we've seen but you know, again, when it's airing, it's right after Christmas, set in Vail, Colorado. We know it's going to be just gorgeous and luscious. Also with this cast, you know, they're going to step it up, you know, even though, you know, she does have a history of getting real estate for free. Um, <laughs> we know Lacey's going to be great in this. So I'm all in. I mean, even though it's, you know, it's, it's, but it, you know, it isn't that a Christmas movie too. When we watch a Christmas movie, we know by the end, the town will be saved. This will happen. There will be love there, you know, yeah. uh, or a romantic comedy or whatever. So I'm all in for this one. This plot does seem very basic, but Tyler Hines has yet to not, to not have chemistry with a co-star he brings he brings it every especially movie. if she has real estate yeah i love you more <laughs> yeah but uh he i mean he he makes me believe that they actually like obviously they're i'm i don't think that they really are but he if somebody were to say oh they had like a real relationship with any of his co i'd be like 
oh, I saw that in that movie. There was that chemistry. And <laughs> like, he makes me believe People say that about us, Rachel, but we're not, we are not discussing it. No, no, there is no. no truth to the rumor. I love you and pick up some milk on the way home. Tonight. Yeah, that's right. No, no truth. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he just has, he, he had great chemistry with Kelly Pickler. He had great chemistry with, uh, with Julie Gonzalo. He had great chemistry with Taylor Cole. He just always does. And he, he brings out that kind of droll sort of uh, like his, his, I don't know. He just has a sort of dry sense of humor that works so well with these sort of fluffy romantic comedies. It, I agree. It's almost like he's, he's in on it a bit. Uh-huh. And then with his acting ability, he then all of a sudden we're like, yeah, I hope they fall in love, (laughs) you know? Um, So yeah, that's another, you know, that's another point along with the setting and all that stuff that, that it has the cast that it has. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. And I, I, and, and Lacey is, is so sweet as an actress, especially so charming, so charming. And, but she can sometimes come across as kind of, uh, kind of, kind of whiny if 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 she's with the wrong script uh and but i feel like between uh i'm not sure who the writer is on this i forgot to look that up but um i think between tyler hines and this location and sort of things i feel like it's gonna it's gonna be good so um we're doing this one to five snowflakes what is your snowflake excitement level on this one (laughs) 4.5 okay I cannot follow the rules and just be like four or five, <laughs> 4.5, but that's a high snowflake rate. Yeah, that's me. really good. If you, if you saw last year's preview, Winterfest preview show, you would know that. I don't yeah. just hand those, I don't just throw those snowflakes out. Right. So I'm going to say four snowflakes on this one. I'm very hopeful that it's going to be good and it's coming up on the fourth. So we're going to, we're going to see it this week. We need it, man. We need yeah. it. We need yeah. that Christmas or feel just the wintry feel. We need the love story. Yeah. Please bring it on. All right. Next one is called love in Win- Winterland, And this stars Italia Ricci, Chad, Michael Murray and Jack Turner. And the summary is luxury hotel manager. Allie makes, makes it uh, to the finals on a dating show. However, even the last date is a hometown date. She finds herself reconnecting with her ex-boyfriend uh, while still crushing on The Bachelor. Plus, her ex owns the inn in, in the production she is staying at. So, so, yeah. So, this one is kind of weird. They've done a number of dating reality uh, show movies lately. There was, uh, there was uh, one in uh, Summer called Me my one and only i think it was called and then there was another in for june brides <laughs> there was one where she was on a re- reality dating show and so far those two have been bonkers kind of nuts um well especially the second one the me my me my and only or whatever uh so i don't know it's sort of a thing they're thinking about i guess they're trying to get that bachelor audience to tune in yeah. the mark i think so which is probably smart especially uh, since it launches in uh the bachelor launches in january oh yeah um so you know you want to pick up on that i personally i'm not a big fan of shows that choose uh backgrounds like that you know a dating show and that sort of thing mm-hmm. that's just me but um yeah it's not my favorite uh because i don't watch those kind of shows i was very dif- disappointed because at first this was called alice in christmas land uh and and that sounded so fun i was like this is gonna be like i'll you know an alice wonderlandy kind of take uh and uh and then uh and we don't know the uh writer on this one but it sounded like that just sounded so different than the rest of the uh the programming so when they changed it to uh first it was alice in winterland and then now it's love in winterland so it's definitely i felt like downgrade each time <laughs> yeah as they as they as they uh fit it into its um peg in winter yeah because doesn't that sound so fun alice in christmas land it sounds so fun we should stop talking about it so i could get busy writing it <laughs> yeah, else please it. do oh man uh but it is a great cast i mean chad, chad michael murray super charming 
and Talia Ricci is, is lovely and uh, uh and um oh Jack Turner it's weird he's not on the um IMDb list that's weird uh but anyway uh yeah so he I assume he plays the bachelor um on it uh, yeah I think so yeah so but so this one I am going to give um going to give it uh three snowflakes all right i'm gonna give it 2.5 snowflakes because i'm gonna continue to be the fly in the ointment (laughs) on the on the scale but um yeah i mean i think like you i think it's a great cast and like you i haven't necessarily been bowled over when they've done these dating show backgrounds before so but maybe this will change my mind you know like like you point out the cast is good so Mm -hmm. you know the leads are both super charming and um still sort of not new to the hallmark world but new enough that we're still getting to know them and some of the ways that they you know play different play different characters so that'll be fun i think well and i'll try not to hold it against it that it's not alice in christmas land which was the dream of my I've asked you to stop talking about that. <laughs> All right. So then we have Love on Iceland. And this uh, stars Colin Donnell, Caitlin Doubleday, and Patty Marin. And Caitlin, she was in the uh, the second Graceland, the well, I guess it's the third Graceland, but the Christmas in Graceland spinoff movie. <laughs> um, and I actually thought that she was really good. She was way better than I expected and certainly a better actress than, uh, than Kelly Pickler. <laughs> um, and uh, so that movie was a lot, the Christmas, Christmas at Graceland Home for the Holidays was a lot better than I thought it had any right to be. <laughs> it's, it was not like in my top 10 or anything, but I guess I had very low expectations going into it. Uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know this Colin Donnell at all. Uh, so. Uh, we'll see about that but patty Murin, she she plays uh anna on fro in frozen on on broadway so and she's been a turned out to be a pretty big hallmark fan so uh that that should be fun and uh she's just a cute cute person and the summary is searching for a fresh podcast idea for work Chloe, Which you can't relate to. Yeah, right? not at all. <laughs> Chloe heads on a spontaneous trip to Iceland with her college friends. She doesn't expect to run into her ex, Charlie, but what starts as begrudgingly spending more time together results in new beginnings for them both. So what do you think about that premise? Do you think that sounds fun? Well, I'm interested in the Iceland angle of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that that aspect sounds really fun to me especially you know it's winter fest so i want to see winter um so let's see some love stories playing out in a winter setting and that you know the fact that it's set in iceland could bring a little bit more originality to what sounds like a little bit of a mechanical plot um to me but uh you know i'm in i'm definitely gonna watch yeah the the iceland is would will be fun because it is a beautiful country uh, so gorgeous gorgeous. yeah and so that'll be fun to see there's Uh, more there than just ice it's not just iceland everyone (laughs) fact in fact in fact i think that wasn't it uh like a misdirect that they named greenland greenland and iceland iceland when it really just just to misdirect people (laughs) let's not bring education into this Rachel. I'm here for looks and looks alone. Unless you're watching, then you know that's not true. But if you're listening, I'm here only for my looks. Um, but this is directed by Claire Niederprum. And I I still I, I don't know when I'll fully forgive her for her little women movie, which I just hated so much. I really disliked it. But she has made she did holiday for um the uh holiday for heroes or whatever the um she did that one with um mark uh lucas that was quite good this uh um this year for christmas and uh and then she did uh in the key of love in the summer which wasn't my favorite and then she did uh love fall and order which was cute 
Uh, so I'm beginning the healing process. <laughs> uh, you're working through it. <laughs> yeah, working through it. 12 so, steps <laughs> is the theme of our show today. Yeah. Hopefully this love on Iceland will be so great that I'll finally gotten over how insufferable and horrible she made Joe in that movie. Um, and <laughs> and making, tell us how you really feel. Rachel. Yeah, and making, hold back. making Meg make out with some random guy in the basement of the school. What on earth? That movie was awful and so it's 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 an interesting experience oh my gosh <laughs> i am dying to know your snowflakes <laughs> yeah so uh, but i think it, it could be fun um i'm going to give this um for patty mirin caitlin doubleday for the iceland setting i'm gonna give it two and a half uh, welcome to like my you. world. Yeah. Point fives. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, which is also the name of our garage band, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it two. Yeah. But I, I, but I am, I'm, I'm excited to see Iceland. I'm, you know, I, I, I want them, you know, 30 minutes in for me to go, oh, I feel terrible about just giving it two. I would <laughs> up it right away. So we'll I'm see. Pro, pro Iceland. Pro. Um, okay. Then the next we have amazing nice delivery winter romance <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. and if, you, if you, you didn't lose me yeah, in that one yeah. because Wait, there's a maze it's a maze <laughs> i don't know which way she's gonna go with her yeah. snowflakes on this one. it's pretty yeah. exciting it has jesse schramm and marshall williams and i love jesse she's the best she's been on our show twice and we had her fall movie cruelly taken away from us and never released so that was very frustrating and uh and i don't know if we'll ever get to see it uh and i, I got to talk to her uh in the fall when we thought that her movie was coming out and then we never got it uh and so hopefully this will be redemption for that uh this has a new writer uh who i am not familiar well I, this has a this has a writer I am not familiar with, a Barbara Kimlicka is her name, and so hopefully that will be fun. I guess she did Winter Castle last uh, uh, last year, so that's cool. And uh, oh, anyway, no, she's done like tons of stuff. Never mind, forget that. But um, but anyway, uh, so yes, uh, this story is uh when jaded journalist julia is sent home on a non-negotiable leave her childhood friend who is the one who always held her in his heart has built a giant snow maze which prompts julia to find her way to true love <laughs> that's sorry <right>. huh. <laughs> um so how would you feel if someone built you a snow maze because they held you in your heart. Can I tell you something? I went to a pumpkin fest this fall and we went into a corn maze uh -huh. and got so lost that we had to go back out the entrance. We, we were like, <laughs> just not. now, in my defense, it was like 98 degrees. I live in Los Angeles and it was a warm fall here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was just too much. And I knew that on the other edge of the maze were the refreshment stands. But, um, so I don't know about this ice, if somebody built me an ice maze, if her name were Rachel, then <laughs> I would have a preacher waiting at the center and would marry her. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that's yes. what happens at the uh, end of amazing winter romance. Yeah, I think that's natural. That will fit just, just perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, I mean, I guess it's novel enough to have an ice, a snow maze, but I, uh, that summary is just terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I love Jesse. So that's pretty much my main pull for this one. Cause I'll, almost all, I didn't love her princess movie, uh, Royal New Year's one, but it was, she was certainly wasn't her fault. Uh, anyway, I do really love her. So, uh, I'm going to give this Mm, I'm gonna give this two and a half snowflakes. <laughs> All right, Just I'm gonna her. give it three, and here's why. You're right. The log line again sounds like it was written by a Saturday Night Live writer, <laughs> um, goofing on Winterfest movies. Yeah, but that that though, and with the cast that it has, 
because I agree with you, the lead actress is amazing. Um, that I, I, I'm hoping there's a surprise in there. Do you know what I mean? I hope they're yeah. leading us into the maze, sticking with our playfulness here, uh, with, with sort of a simplistic thing, simplistic thing, and then it will, you know, divert in other directions. Hopefully it won't lose us halfway through. Yeah. Oh, well, and, oh and clever. You're, you're, you're just doing great. I, I, I hope that we actually get to spend some time in the maze and hopefully it won't be one of those movies where they spend most of the time indoors and like five seconds maze. Right. Like me in the corn maze. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Uh, so, okay. Then this is our last one for Winterfest. Then we have some mysteries to talk about, but it's, uh, this is called Hearts of Winter. And this stars Jill Wagner, Victor Webster, and Rakia Bernard. And, and Jill and Victor have worked together in the past in A Harvest Wedding, which was pretty solid. I liked that one. And it's local Denver interior designer Bethany is all about creative visualization, is excited to remodel one lucky winner's home. Uh, to, uh, sorry. And is excited to remodel one lucky winner's home. However, when a young girl submits her widowed father and he wins, he's unsure how he feels about a stranger coming in and redecorating their house. Bethany and Grant spend a, a lot of time together and quickly realize this is much more than just another job. <laughs> um, we all, we love hot widowers in Hallmark. Right, with cute daughters. Yeah. Or nieces, as in a heavenly Christmas. All right. <laughs> and so that's promising. We've seen Victor and Jill be very good in the past. Uh, she has now played an interior designer multiple times with her Christmas movie. <laughs> She's an interior designer. She was an event planner in Harvest Wedding. Uh, so she loves, she's a big planning event. She's a big planner. Yeah. yeah. But hasn't planned for love, I imagine. Uh, no, I don't Not think so. this time. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it, this, this sounds cute enough. Uh, I feel like it, they used to do these kind of, like, I love uh, the All I Want for Christmas. Have you ever seen that old school Hallmark movie with, um, what's her name? But it's Gail O'Grady is, oh, is right. the lead. And it has Robert Milhouse uh, as her. I don't think I ever saw that one. It's a good one. He's her I'll B, have to check like, it out. BFF to the extreme. Uh, and she just, like, they're basically like a family but uh but they've just kind of accepted each other as like not going further anyway and then like us like us go on yeah her cute little boy sends in a uh a video to uh, in uh of what i want for christmas this contest and uh and it's that her for her mom for his mom to have a, a husband for christmas he sends in this video he's picked and for a brief period, she she almost gets engaged to the son of the toy guy, toy company uh, guy, and uh, of course that's that's not a not going to work, right? Because you've got this other guy that she's been uh, that's basically like the father to this little boy at this point. Um, anyway, it's really good. I like it a lot. People should watch it. Uh, and yeah, so this whole idea of this. Uh, little kid uh sending in this um this uh this thing for uh uh his mom to get a um to get a boyfriend is pretty cute or the little you know, the little girl for the dad to get a makeover on his home yeah 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 it could be really cute. yeah that's a cute premise i think you know the fact that um the two leads have been in a movie together before you know, it will hopefully dictate some chemistry. They're both really good. I liked them in their other movie together. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. And I always love to see people that have been previously paired together, together again. And it's mm. really kind of a fun way to see their acting chops. And, yeah. uh, and you know, Jill Wagner's a great actress. Like she really yeah. is. Um, she's you know, really she's got a resume good. long before uh, totally random, but when she was on the one season they did of Blade, and she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that. Yeah. So, so I'm looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. Me too. I mean, and Victor Webster has been good in almost all of his movies. He was in a mystery this last um, 
uh, quarter with uh, Danica McKellar, and it was actually quite charming, quite good. I love um, uh, Summer Villa. I think that one's really good with him yeah, and Hillary Burton. Uh, and I like uh, the um, Harvest Wedding. That one's really good. I wasn't a huge fan of his 2018 Christmas movie because I just felt he was too whiny for my taste. But uh, I think it was called Hometown Christmas. But for the most part, I really like him. I really like Jill. Uh, and uh, I think their premise is pretty cute. I, I bet you Rakia Bernard is like her boss or, you know, co-worker of some kind. Uh, so, and she's great. Uh, so I'm going to give this one uh, 4.5 snowflakes. I love that you are point yeah, it. I know. I and know. that <laughs> is why I love her, Your Honor. That, and she's very talented <laughs> and nice. Um, Rachel may come off as super mean on screen, but she's very nice behind the scenes. <laughs> Just as long as I'm not talking about 2018 Little Women. <laughs> nice. No. Oh, that's true. See? See? I was teasing, but they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this 3.5 stars. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good score. And yeah, I'm, it is. I look forward to it. All right. Very good. Now we're going to dive into mysteries. 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 So... Uh, we, we only know right now about three of them. Uh, they're probably the other fourth. is a mystery. Is <laughs> the other fourth is a mystery. Okay. I, I think it might be a mystery one one So that would be a double dip with Jill, but I don't know. That's just speculation on my part. Um, so, uh, the, uh, the first one is crossword mysteries, abracadaver. And this is our second time previewing this because it was originally planned for the fall and they even had it in, uh, in the fall, fall uh, mystery preview show. Uh, but then Lifetime decided to, to start their Christmas slate early and uh, Hallmark couldn't handle that. And so <laughs> they bumped up, they bumped out this movie uh, that was going to air and that happened on like Wednesday or Thursday of that week we were all ready to go to watch the second crossword mysteries uh for that you know period there there were supposed to be two in a row and uh, and then all of a sudden they i don't know any other studio that would pull something that's new and replace it with a rerun <laughs> so was our wars man i'm telling uh, you east coast <laughs> west coast lifetime hallmark it yeah. is on it is on Rachel. yeah it was so funny i was just like what is happening so yeah this was supposed to air in 2018 i mean 2019 and now it's 2020 and uh, they went in and they had to cgi all the fall leaves and make them snowflakes <laughs> yeah. that's just uh, a guess yeah yeah uh so this is Lacey chabert brennan elliott barbara niven and it's a well-known magician drops dead in the middle of a dangerous trick on stage in front of a packed audience but when the sudden death turns out to be murder new york sentinel crosswords editor and part-timer sleuth tess harper and nypd detective logan o'connor team up to discover exactly whose sleight of hand is behind the deadly now you see him now you don't stunt <laughs> Together, they must uncover the not-so-obvious clues and work their investigative magic to bring a killer to justice. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. dun. Now that's how you write a summary. That was very well done, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think they did a very good job. I think uh, you did a good job. <laughs> I, I, I felt like I, I showed my reading abilities. We'll see if I can show my speaking abilities. You did very well. You're like a preview <laughs> from the minds that brought you Crossword Mysteries 1 comes the fall, I mean, winter version of number two. How do you feel about these cozy mysteries? Do you think they're fun or do you, it's not your, not for you? You know what? I do think they're fun because I, 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 I was a slow build to them, hmm. but um, I feel like they add a little flavor and a little snap mm -hmm. um, that we don't always get on in, in other movies. So I think they're fun. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's all the stuff we want, right? Yeah. Uh, some playful banter and, and, um, but there's a little bit of an edge, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was actually a slow convert as well. Uh, when we first started the podcast, I told, I told Amber, I don't want to cover them. I have no interest in that at all. Uh, but we ended up doing so. <laughs> and 
I, I've seen enough of them that I feel like I, I kind of get it. I get the appeal and I get when they're done well and when they're done poorly. Uh, so the which, craft- which can be said of Christmas movies or any yeah, other that's too, fair. Right? I mean, that's fair. That's true. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so the crossword mysteries, now we've had two of them, uh, two of them, I think, or three, I can't remember, but we had a couple and, uh, and I think that they really struggle to find a way to involve Lacey Chabert's character. Uh, at this point, I mean, the first one, it made sense because there was actually clues in the crossword puzzle, but how many times can you do that and make it work? Like that's and so then the next one so i think there has just been two but then the next one it was literally like a good friend of hers so she, that's how she ended up becoming involved in the thing but how many times can you do that <laughs> like how many people can die in this woman's life you know so i think that's the struggle with this particular one because other some of the others in the series like some of the other cozy mysteries i feel like it's more natural for the people to i mean other ones it's a real stretch like the morning show mysteries is a real stretch like how do you get this chef on a morning show involved in mysteries it's it's tough but um but other ones i feel like it's a little more natural garage sale mysteries because she's like out in the storage units and you know like it's at estates and stuff like that so it made a little bit more sense and you have like Haley dean who is a therapist slash attorney so it makes a little more sense. And, um, but this one, I feel like they really struggle to get Lacey involved in the story. It feels kind of weak in that way. But I think that, that it's nice that it's set in New York. Because these ones that are set in small towns, you're like, boy, there's a lot of murdering going on huh. in this tiny little town. Um, so I do like that about this. And Brendan Elliott, he's, he's a pro. He does a good job. And... Uh, I wish that they would also find a better use of Barbara Niven because she's such a good actress. And I feel like her role in these movies is just basically to be an exposition dump character for Lacey to kind of tell all the clues to. (laughs) Uh, And so that, that feels underused. Uh, I haven't been in love with the series, but I do think that this premise with the magic sounds kind of fun to me. And, uh, and it has potential to be, a little bit over the top and i don't know what do you think about this about this uh premise i would agree with you um you know brennan elliott is always really fun uh-huh. in his movies so i'm hoping that there will be a sense of that in this um i agree with you about barbara nedvin um but i don't know there's maybe it's maybe it's the way you read read it but I, th- this sounds fun to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this sounds like um, it's a, it's a really fun premise. And let's, let's hope there's a reason for her to be involved more than just she had tickets that night and just happened to be there. But, um, you know, and I, I would like to see them really involve the crossword puzzle somehow too. But yeah. um, who, who knows that they haven't, you know? So for me, I'm going to give it three snowflakes. That's yeah. I'm optimistic. I think from the preview way back in the fall, I think the preview, it, she goes to the magic castle or magic place for her birthday. So that's how she ends up Oh, she there. does go for ticket. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then 2.5 snowflakes. It's not, it's not the biggest strength, but hopefully, I don't know. Uh, hopefully it'll, it'll work in some way. But, but yeah, I am going to give it three. Uh, but we'll see. I'm not 100% sold on the series yet. So, uh, but uh, right. that will be on the 5th. We will look forward to what you think of yeah. it. Yeah. So then we have a pilot. That's so funny. We have her on the 4th and the 5th. It is Lacey weekend. That's true. Ooh, it's a good time to be a Hallmark fan. Good time for sure. Um, okay. Then we have a pilot for a new mystery series. Uh, and it is called A Beautiful Place to Die, A Martha's Vineyard Mystery. Uh, and this stars Chelsea Hobbs, Jesse Metcalf, who's actually the real lead of the series, uh, and Sarah Lind. And this is based on novels by Philip R. Craig. And it's a pretty simple summary we have. It's just after being forced into early retirement, former detective Jeff Jackson returns to a quiet life on Martha's Vineyard. Quiet at least until a body washes up and he's drawn back in to crime solving. 
dang it. That's his line <laughs> when he gets when he finds a body. He's like, dang it. Yeah, nice try. Uh, huh. So, um, so uh, how do you feel about Jesse Metcalf? <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. I'm like, wow, are they making a male a lead? Yeah, that would be big news. Um, you know, so like- how faithful are they going to be to the book series? Yeah. And if they're making a male a lead, hmm, Jesse Metcalf is an interesting choice for that. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I listen, it's it's a very popular novel series. So I when you have when you have that kind of solid footing there, it can make things better. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or even performances better. Right. Um, but I feel like there's a lot not known about this. Like I, I would be surprised to see Hallmark movies and mysteries or Hallmark do a movie where the the female character isn't the lead. Yeah, um, I mean that's what it seems like. It's him on it the. It does poster. absolutely. Even in the little video preview, mm-hmm. which again shows us nothing but a postcard view of where it's set, mm-hmm. and it's it's it is a beautiful place to die. Truth in advertising. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's going to be, so be interesting. Agree. Is I think it, are so they too. breaking the mold a little bit here? I just wonder if they're going to make some convoluted reason why we have to hear Jesse Metcalf sing. <laughs> so far, every single one of his projects, for the most part, I guess maybe his Christmas movies, he doesn't sing, but a lot of his projects, he ends up singing. And that yeah, I wonder would be, if that's in his writer. Like, that it I has know. to, you know? I would, I, I don't want them to do that, but I have to admit I would die laughing if, if they did do that. So I kind of want them to do it because that would be Oh my hilarious. gosh, I feel like we should make a bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like Chelsea Hobbs. She's actually a really charming actress. So we see how much she's involved. And, uh, and I'm definitely going to try to read the book because I think it'll be interesting to compare. Because you're right, when they are based on, uh, on novels, I think it is more successful uh like uh i think that's why the murder she baked movies worked as well as they did because they had those solid books uh yeah. behind them uh so i'm gonna give this one i mean i'm honestly not really that excited about it but i'm gonna give it uh two snowflakes but hopefully it's a pilot so hopefully it'll be a surprise yeah, I'm going to give it two as well. And you know what? Sometimes when you go in with less expectations, like I went into Christmas Town with huge expectations, and right. luckily it paid off. I needed it to yeah. for my Christmas heart, and it did. Um, but sometimes when you watch a movie with less expectations, it can be really delightful, you yeah, know? It's true. And again, uh, you know, this is a series. These are these are characters that are established um so we'll see we'll see what happens yep all right last one we have rue the day a gourmet detective mystery so we thought they were done with the gourmet detective we haven't had one for a little while now we get a new one uh and that's probably thanks to uh lori laughlin and the garage stories i think i'm pretty sure that was why they ended up having to bring this one back uh but it's ours dylan neal and brooks brooke burns and it's Henry is hired to authenticate and purchase a long lost and very valuable recipe book. Soon Henry and Maggie find themselves in a murder mystery where secrets hidden within a treasured book have dire consequences for all who own it. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. But uh, I, 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 I do like the gourmet, uh, gourmet I know detective. you're laughing, but I think that sounds really good. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It, like, like if they, you know, we talked about the first crossword movie. So if, if they really incorporate that book mm-hmm. and make it, you know, so integral to what else is going on and, and why things are happening, that to me, like as a writer, that gets me excited. So I hope that's going to translate onto the screen. Now, I prefer these cozy mysteries that are a little bit on the, on the nutso bonkers side of things. Uh, like, I loved last year, the or this 2019, I loved uh, the Emma Fielding movie. It was ridiculous about these, uh, about this, uh, this, these college professors who were so like pedantic and, and snobby. And there was this whole like secret cult and this weird uh, underground like lair and <laughs> vault. 
basically it was ridiculous but i was very entertained by it it was fun and by the way everyone side note that is not unlike how hallmarky's podcast works but yeah i'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a tell all tell all article for vanity yeah. fair latest later this year and expose everyone but don't tell rachel just kidding rachel go on it's gonna be epic go on please uh so yeah i and i love i love brooke uh brooke's and, great yeah and Dylan's a pro. So I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited about this. They brought it back. They're going to hopefully be on their best, their best behavior so that they get more. Oh my um, gosh. Of course. Are you kidding? It's like winning the lottery. They're like, yeah. thank you, Lori. Oh, oh wait, yeah, did yeah. I just say that out loud? Sorry. All right. Um, so I'm going to give this four snowflakes. I think it has And I'm going to go potential. out with 3.5. Yeah. I think it has the most potential of these three to be the best. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So all right. Well, we, that took longer than I expected. So Greg never shuts up. <laughs> so we'll just really quick. Uh, we would like to acknowledge a special occasion. Yes. So we were going to talk about the New Year's movie like we did last year where we reviewed Midnight Kiss, the great Hallmark movie with all the van. She's being sarcastic, everyone. With, with all the van driving. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, literally, I've been in therapy for that all year. <laughs> when I pass a van, it's, you know, not because I, I, I quiver and not because I think they're going to kidnap me. It's because yeah. I have just scenes of that van parked outside. <laughs> um, and then they canceled the New Year's movie, so we didn't have that to talk about. Uh, Which is yeah. another mystery, by the way. It yeah. just disappeared. So weird. Uh, but we thought we'd just briefly talk about when Harry met Sally, uh, which uh, is very iconic to New Year's, especially because the ending is on New Year's, and it is its 30th anniversary uh, of uh, it, it premiered in 1989. Uh, of course, this is a, an iconic movie with uh, with Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, directed by Rob Reiner and written by Nora Ephron. Who, if you follow the podcast at all you know she is my favorite writer to ever exist except for uh, Greg such, a loss, such a loss <laughs> I, I still i still feel a, a loss of her being i do gone. too i feel like there has not been a a replacement that's at all equal to her at all since 2012 since she passed uh we've just yeah. been kind of s trying to make up for it and i i just i love her writing so much and uh and Real quick, I just wanted to, so the main point of the movie is that men and women can't be friends. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, that the sex always gets in the way. This is an R-rated film, but um, I don't know. And the interesting thing about it is that they based the movie off of her relationship with Rob Reiner. And I think what's sort of interesting about that is I think they started the movie with the premise that yes they can be friends because here make uh, Nora Ephron and Rob Reiner are friends literally friends but the I feel like the end conclusion of the movie is no men and women can't be friends <laughs> because that's the basic every example in the movie is basically no they end up getting together <laughs> whether you're talking you know Carrie Fisher Bruno Kirby whether you're talking uh meg ryan and billy crystal so first of all do you think do you think obviously they're talking we're talking both heterosexual men and women men and women but do you do you, do you think that that's true that they can't be friends and second of all do you think that's the end take of the movie it's interesting, you know, when Harry Met Sally is one of those movies that we all hold in our psyche, and then when you watch it again, it is what it is for sure, and it it holds up wonderfully. Not a, not every movie that we're like, that was the best movie ever, you watch it again, yeah. like, uh-oh, that stinks. Right. Um, but, uh, and when you watch it, like, like you don't think of it as an R-rated movie, and when you watch it, you're like, oh, wait, this, this is an R-rated movie, <laughs> yeah. even now, even by today's standards, right. R-rated movie, which is part of the refreshing aspect of it, though. You know, I love that they can go to places that we don't necessarily see in Hallmark movies. You know, it's got such a great mm -hmm. cast, such good direction, writing, this, this, the soundtrack, just everything about it is wonderful. Yeah. I think, and this is just being such a fanboy for Nora and even Rob, who, both of whom I'm not first name basis with. <laughs> um, 
come at me, Nora. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they would want us to have a conversation about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that one of the things they do beautifully in that movie is that there is a gray area. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, you know, I, I do think that, I think maybe more than the moral being that men and women can't necessarily be friends is just the moral of that sex complicates things, yeah. you know? And that a man, it, you know, in this movie, the characters, the man can be very disposable about sex, allegedly. Right. And the, the female character maybe takes it, gives it more weight. Mm -hmm. um, and not being sexist, I'm just expressing what is yeah. shown to us in the movie. There, yeah, um, but, it, but it is that gray area. But I love that they go there. You know, I think that Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby are essential to this movie. We talked mm -hmm. a little bit about this before we recorded. Um, that, you know, they both, they're not there um, in just a role for, for, you know, Billy and Meg to have screen time away from each other. They really are bringing some perspective, some food for thought, some comedy to the proceedings. And um, so I love the different perspectives that this movie shows. And something I mentioned earlier was that I think it's a movie that guys can watch and feel represented in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I, I mean, I especially love the like little scenes in this movie. Like I love, like when they're just even just talking about Casablanca, when they're talking about uh, the, you know, they're talking about art, they're talking about just these, I think that's where Nora Ephron shines the most is these, uh, these sort of little essays that she does because she would write essays. She was famous for doing in the New Yorker and things like that. She has books of essays, which are so good so and, good yeah and uh and i think that that adds a richness to the whole experience is uh, you know you can kind of whether it's and a lot of it was probably improvised as well by billy crystal because he is just so funny uh but just those kind of little moments where you really feel like you're laughing you get to know these characters uh even just like a little scene uh like when they're when they're doing the karaoke in the in the um uh, sharper image store or whatever and, and then his ex comes and uh and and then you see i never managed i never imagined i'd be uh i'd be singing surrey with a fringe on top when irving walks in you know whatever uh with his ex and i don't know just all that stuff makes makes the movie a rich experience it's so rich yeah. right the word is rich there's so much yeah. there's so much texture to it and i agree with you like those little quiet moments when they're talking to each other on the phone in bed it's just mm -hmm. I don't know. And there's something soothing about watching it too. You know, you look at movie or TV shows like Friends now is in such a resurgence and it doesn't necessarily yeah. have as much with the anniversary as it does with it's just sort of this universal appeal and this richness and this, you know, these, <laughs> these dimensional characters that we can kind of relate to even, yeah. even with shenanigans going on. And, you know, this movie does that. It's just great. And also too, like you can, you could have a favorite that's one character. I could have a favorite that's another character. Somebody could have a favorite scene. Somebody could have a different mm -hmm. favorite scene. Um, so it is, it's just so rich. It's so yeah. textured. And for a romantic comedy to be that, um, you know, and it's such a love letter to New York City and just, just all this stuff, you yeah. know, it's, 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 and that, guess what? That's why we're talking about it 30 yeah. years later. And when it first came out, it was compared a lot to Annie Hall, but because Annie Hall has the little uh, the little commentaries in between the different scenes. Annie Hall is wonderful. Um, but I think there's a little bit of cynicism to Annie Hall because it's Woody Allen and everything like that, that, that his sort of dry humor. I think that there's, uh, uh, there's a hope in this one. There's a, uh, a sweetness to this one that, uh, that I, I prefer it personally over Annie Hall. They're both wonderful. Uh, but it was compared a lot to it at the time because it was pretty close together. And, uh, and so, you know, it's an interesting thing, but I love scenes like when, when, uh, they're having that fight over the wagon wheel table, <laughs> I love that scene, just like, I will never ever want that wagon wheel table. <laughs> huh. Nora Ephron, man, my gosh. <laughs> Um, also, I think the, of course, the iconic scene of I'll have what she's having, which is, which is Rob Reiner's mother that says that line in the deli, um, is, is, is an important scene because Billy Crystal thinks he has it all figured out. Harry, the character of Harry thinks he knows women, he's got it all down, and she, in one scene, 
she completely obliviates everything that he thought he knew about women and uh, so that's a really i think important important scene and it's super funny yes yes and meg ryan is you know everybody you know points to when she's you know making the noises and all this stuff which is hilarious but at the end when she gives him that look and takes a bite i mean it just really shows her talent too and why at the time she was the go-to and she, you mm-hmm. know she wasn't just um you know filling filling in a vacancy i mean she's as good as he is as is the supporting cast is you know again it's just it's first rate all the way across the board yeah and i also love uh when there she's really upset about seeing her ex is going to get married and it's kind of a climactic scene and she says she says and i'm gonna be 40 and he's like in eight years but it's coming <laughs> it's out there i love yeah. that when i was that turned 32 i was like and i'm gonna be 40 <laughs> and now yeah. i'm gonna about to turn 39 it's really coming <laughs> that's so funny there uh, Anyone who that. hasn't read Nora Ephron's essays, you should get yeah. her book. I don't like my neck. I'm I'm yeah. misquoting the title a little, but that that's a series yeah. of essays, and it, oh my gosh, she's just genius. Yeah, the 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 essay on parenting, even though I'm not a parent, is perfect. It is a perfect little essay. Well, listen, that's a good writer, right? That's somebody that can invite mm-hmm. you into a world that you don't necessarily know, um, and then make you be like, wow she nailed it i mean or he nailed it if it's it's a male writer yeah and then we have our they have the big fight at the at the wedding uh and i it's so well written and he's like is one of us supposed to be a dog in this scenario it's really good and and i'm not saying it doesn't mean anything i'm just saying why does it have to mean everything which it just it just does i think that's brilliant and kind of sums it up the whole movie yep and then we get our our big scene at the end he's running through new york and uh and he finds her at the new year's party and says i've been doing a lot of thinking and the thing is i love you and that's when he's i love the crinkle of your nose i like it it takes you an hour to order a sandwich <laughs> just that whole thing i love it it's so good and uh so yeah it's a great movie it's a great a uh, great romantic comedy and a great movie to watch on new year's and if you you should comment and let us know what your favorite line is yeah. because one one of the fun things about talking about that movie obviously everybody brings up the deli scene but everybody does have their favorite little part or their scene so tell us what yeah. is yours so we can indulge yeah that would be really fun i would love to hear that so there we go that's when harry met sally i saw a little tribute to it uh it was really fun to talk about uh, talk about with you and uh, to get your take on all these Winterfest movies. So you, there's no excuse to ever be wo- bored in the world of Hallmark. That's for no. sure. <laughs> no, there is not. And we love the seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we love Hallmarkies podcast <laughs> and the whole gang. It is it's so fun to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me back. Well, thank you for making time and and uh, let us know what your snowflake rating would be for these films. Uh, we would love to hear in the comments. And don't section. forget, super cool people do 0.5 when you give the show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, let us know on Twitter or in the comments section. That would be great. And Greg, where can people follow you on social media? All that fun stuff. They can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Greg McBride, G-R-E-G-G, an extra G at the end, McBride, M-C-B-R-I-D-E. And uh, I can guarantee you lots of silliness. Yes. So if Thank you're you. into that, follow yes. me. Yes, follow Greg. We'll have the, all the information in the description section. You can follow me, Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure you check that out. I do weekly family movie night picks. So I think you'll really enjoy that. And make sure you're following the podcast, Hallmarkies Pod, and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, everywhere you can want to be, we're here. And uh, we, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, please give us your thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that as well. And uh, this has just been so much fun. Everybody was super jealous. Oh, you get to talk to Greg? Get to do the podcast with Greg? (laughs) 
you're like a celebrity in the world uh, of Hallmarkies podcast. <laughs> I love that. I love you guys. You guys are so nice. It's so fun. And I'm not just a guest. I am also a fan. I, yeah. I, I love your podcast. I think it's great. And I love your reviews, Rachel. I think it's, it's just fun. It's fun. It's, 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 you know, it's like dishing with friends over the yeah. breakfast bar or whatever <laughs> it is. It's fun. So I'm so yeah. happy to be here and I wish everybody listening a very, very happy new year and safe and just full of good things and happy viewing experiences yes. and health. Yes. Happy new year. Happy Bye. new year.